Okay. Hello and welcome to episode 12 of the WOAS podcast. As always, I am Mike Ledoux, and as always, Jeremy is Jeremy. Jeremy Dillon, this guy in Colorado. He's pretty cool. Debatable. I mean, I think you're cool. Um, and hopefully America and the rest of the world will once this rolls out to the globe. But uh, enough about that. Today, we're going to we're gonna try something different, which is doing what we want to do. <laughs> Not that mm-hmm. we haven't done things that we've wanted to do, but we've been trying to kind of steer towards more popular topics. And from the beginning, we set out to kind of dive into the topic of songwriting from several different angles. So this is not exactly quite that, but it's something that we're interested in. And hopefully you guys will like too. Today, we're going to be talking about each of our picks for the top three bands of the last 10 years. I'm going to let Jeremy elaborate on the criteria for, for that. But before I do, um, anyone that's watching, I want to reiterate your support and viewership has been great so far and the engagement all that stuff we just ask that you like and subscribe if you haven't already if you watch any of this content and you enjoy it just take one second to just you know hit the like button um and then subscribing would be great as well please and we can uh, keep doing more content like this yeah and leave some comments we're gonna give our top three bands of the last 10 years put yours in the comments yes please and before jeremy divulges the criteria or the rules for this I also want to say that this is by no means based on any sort of pretentious idea that like, oh, these are the best bands because of some objective type yeah, of... Yeah, these are just uh, our right? taste. It's more like we personally think this is each of our top picks for bands that we like that you know fulfill some kind of criteria. So I just want to say right. that. Yep. Take it away, Jeremy. So we're going to name top three bands of the last 10 years. So that's back to 2013. The criteria is the band has to have put out three albums... In that ten years, so shit. (laughs) (laughs) If your band has put out at least two, I think we're gonna let it slide, though, Mike. Okay. Well, and that kind of keeps out like hopefully some like on the back end bands that you might get throw in there. Like I was tempted to throw in the Black Keys, Mm -hmm. and they have a couple albums, but that's really not the their defining moment in their career. Okay, well, yeah, fair enough. And I'm just thinking more about like sort of things being boxed into a 10-year uh, period of time. But uh, yeah. we can also, and just post, kind of put in disclaimers on the screen if either one of us has failed miserably. Um, yeah, let's do or that. Or both of us, for that matter, <laughs> you know, yeah. if we need to clarify anything. Okay, great. So would you like to go first? All right, I'm going to – I'll come in hot. Yeah, please. Um, these are, like you said, not the top selling bands by any means. Mm-hmm. But – uh, I've got three bands that I think are good bands, and maybe a couple of them are in the top 100 on Spotify still. Okay. Monthly listeners, mm-hmm. but not all of them. Yeah. And they're definitely not the best-selling bands. Okay. But I like them, and some of my friends hate them, and that's okay. Okay. Way too many disclaimers here, so they must be bad yeah. picks, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to win. You will be the winner. We'll see. Maybe not. Okay. All right, coming in at number three, mm-hmm. Dark Horse pick is a, a newer band called Mount Joy. Are you familiar? I am. That's actually a good pick. Okay. Yeah. I was not expecting I've been, that. Uh, I've been obsessed with their newest album lately, just to listen to it on repeat. Yeah. It's really good. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's a good one. Yeah. For anyone that doesn't know that, well, you do know them, but doesn't know them by name, they do right. that uh, great song, uh, uh, 
was it the drugs, the booze? No, no, sorry. The wine, the women, the drugs, the weed. Da, da, yeah, da, yeah. Everything. Yeah. Skin. Whatever. And they have a um, new song called Orange Blood. You should definitely check that okay, one out. Okay, yeah, I haven't heard that it's one Super yet. good. Okay. All right, good. That's a solid one out of the gate. All right, touche. Let's hear your number three. Oh, you want me to go now? We're going to go tit for tat? Yeah, we're going to go tit for tat. Okay. I think that's the way to do it. Okay. You, okay. So you got to build suspense. So my first pick... Uh, I, I, I may want to go, did I quit Chrome? What a dumbass. All right. I'll just remember it. So if I'm going to come out of the gate with, I don't know, number one being the most kind of potent of the three options. I, I want, I want your number three. We're going to build. Oh, up. you want my number three? Yeah. Okay. Um, my number three would be the Raconteurs. Ooh. Have they put out three albums ever? Yeah, they do have three albums, actually. They do have have, three albums, uh, you're right. Yeah, they have uh, Broken Boy Soldiers. Wow, Um, that's actually a really good one. Yeah, what the hell is the second one called? I forget. And then, like, Help Us Stranger, Help Me Strangers, the third one. That definitely came out in the last 10 years. That may Mm -hmm. be disqualified in terms of what was, you know, sort of captured within that 10 years, but we'll we'll figure that out after the fact. Yeah, I'm looking at their albums. You're number two. All right, this is a big one. My number two bands that I I think should be in the top three. Yeah. Man, you said Raconteurs, and now I'm like wanting to change my list because that's a really good one. <laughs> I got two uh, more good ones, but that's okay. Don't let that throw you off. All right. I'm going to go more recent stuff I've been listening to a bunch. Okay. The Revivalists. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep, I know I've talked to you about them already. Yeah. And... uh a newer band out of Austin, Texas. They've got some cool stuff. And I think their biggest song is that one. Um, I wish I knew you when I was young. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. So Jeremy showed me this song. We listened to it after one of our, you know, last two or three episodes that we did. And, um, it, you know, it, it, what I, the way my kind of support of that choice would be like, here's a group that pretty much anyone listening now that's like a, a tuned into modern pop but like you know non-genre specific type of pop music would appreciate it but like if you're in a rock you also would and and what i what we both kind of i'm excited is why it works so well is there's a lot going on in this song from an arrangement point of view to the degree where like you know the 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 structure and the chord sequences and everything whether interesting or not everything kind of like Mm -hmm. sort of one hand washes the other um the sounds just really, very like rich and well thought out. The melodies are good and all that stuff, but mm-hmm. it's still like kind of I think sits under the rock umbrella almost. Um, yeah, it's you like know, whatever a, rock is today, li- I guess. It's a little Americana, a little rock. It's good yeah. stuff. Yeah. Okay, good pick. Another and another modern one. So I'm all I'm going to be digging stuff up from bands that have been around for a long time, but okay, that still have it. a presence. And you know, so sorry. Right, my number two pick would be Clutch. Ooh, Clutch. Yeah. I don't know if I'm super familiar with Clutch. You need to be because they're, um, they've gone through quite a progression, but it hits all the marks. It's got like the passion, the intensity. It has mm-hmm. the kind of lyrical content that, that's very satisfying. Like, you know, you're a big Dylan fan. It's yeah, not yeah. like profound, you know, sort of like, poli- uh, I don't know, whatever, like political or life type themes like that, but it's mm-hmm. really like well-crafted. And then it's also like really like, is that with a K or a C? With a C. And um, 
it's very kind of groove oriented to the degree that like, you know, if you had to run a thread through to like other types of groups or sounds that work like in metal Pantera, where they kind of stood out. I don't know, like in the way like Rage Against the Machine grooves and they have like a feel to them. Yeah, yeah. It's like that, you know, even okay. though they've gone through a lot of changes. I'll give you that maybe uh, we're going to do an episode on Clutch, but you have to listen to them first and then I'll give you yeah. a curated set of albums or tracks or whatever. And then if you dig it, then we'll do an episode on it. So we can kind of like talk about why they're great from both awesome. a fan's perspective and a new fan's perspective. That's the way it goes. All right. You're number three. This is my number one now. And you're number one. We're going we're going classic top ten style. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Got way too so my, deep into the clutch weeds. Go ahead. <laughs> my number one, my my buddy Dan. Shout out Dan if you're out there listening. Up, you Dan? hate this band. You told me you don't get it. Uh twenty one pilots. Oh, right. Okay. And they are in the top. 100 Spotify listeners monthly. So okay. they're they're the most popular band out of the right. ones I said. And okay. they have some cool stuff going back before the 10-year cutoff, just mm-hmm. barely. So I included them. Um, okay. I, I think they have some great songs, great songwriting, and um, their lead guy who sings all the songs is really talented. Yeah, now that's a group I have to go back and get more familiar with. Um, yeah. That was mentioned in another conversation we had offline. And your pitch for it was enticing, so I'm definitely interested. I think you'll like it. it. The songwriting, the songwriting is top notch. Yeah, yeah, especially because of that too. But but that they're popular as well, maybe even despite that, right? So that's cool. All right, so you know what, Jeremy's representing sort of the, you know, actual current. Yeah, I'm trying to go actually current. (laughs) I'm playing by the rules, and that's good. I mean, that's you know, okay. So I'll I'll continue to represent the other side of it, the gap rock bands that have made up the difference between post grunge garbage you know to Mm. now so my number one pick it's not anything groundbreaking but it's just a solid group and they're always one of the first groups that come to mind when anyone's like what would you want to sound like or what's inspired you hands Mm. down queens of the stone age wow that's a good one yeah and i'm pretty sure they've definitely had um three albums over the last 10 years so if that's the only one that really makes the cut that's fine with me (laughs) yeah i just checked raconteurs does not meet the criteria but i'll allow it Okay. They did they did put out one album like in the last 10 years. Well, yeah, I think the I think the second album was for sure in the last 10 years, but the first album probably not now. We're old, Mike. We're old, buddy. <laughs> okay. Time <laughs> is but a, uh, you yeah. know. We'll have to do a follow-up top top 3 bands of the 2000s. Yeah, maybe if we're like locking it down to actually uh, or actual specific date ranges it'll be a little bit yeah. simpler because then we can like search based on that you know yeah um whatever neither one of us really did any crazy research for this so yeah <laughs> or uh... I, i'll allow yeah queens of the stone age is, is a good one though i haven't listened to any of their newer stuff you know i, I i'm familiar with the classic queens of the stone age mm-hmm. so how does the new stuff hold up it's good the, the la- i haven't actually listened to the full latest album but um i think it's kind of more back to you know i, I don't know maybe something about th- three or so albums back the, mm-hmm. the one before that um i forget the name of it but that's the one that mark ronson did with them and mm-hmm. it's it's refreshing it's not my favorite album but i really appreciate that you know he, he josh homie they went in that direction mm-hmm. um and and i think it was wise to you know use a, a producer that you know, kind of had a lot of success and, and worked in genres that were like very different from, you know, what they were doing. But uh, just to kind of circle back on the type of band that bridges the gap, because Foo Fighters could also fall into that category. Right. But, you know, Josh Homme's just like been behind the scenes 
in a lot of interesting projects, you know, in addition to Queens mm. of the Stone Age, that I think qualifies him as like a very active veteran in the current music scene. Like he produced Iggy Pop not too long ago, uh, Iggy Pop's last album. He uh, he was in them Crooked Vultures with Dave mm-hmm. Grohl and um, John Paul Jones from Zeppelin. Yep. Which, if you Jeremy haven't checked that out, I know, please I know do. that album. That album came out when I was in college, so I yeah. definitely know that one. Funny story about that group, just real quick. Like when they <laughs> they did like I want to say a surprise show at Roseland Ballroom in um, Manhattan, and uh, it's a venue that's no more uh, up until recently. And uh, standing room only, and like two bars at the far end or whatever. And I found mm-hmm. out about both the project like the group and uh-huh. the concert in the same day and the, <laughs> and because they were so new like it didn't like sell out right away right oh. okay so i like go to the show by myself i think i was dating someone at the time but i was just like screw it i'm going and um it was one of those things where once you're in the venue you can't really leave and get back in so mm-hmm. i wanted to have a few drinks so uh I, I guess the issue was that either i couldn't get to an atm to just get a, you know x amount of cash for x amount of drinks mm-hmm. or like the minimum was really high and i didn't want to keep running back and forth to the bar something like that so i like put down my car and i was like give me a guinness and like two vodkas and like whatever i got like four drinks or something in food and uh or maybe not food and this was the problem and then i just remember like, slamming everything because i didn't want to like be in a crowd of people with like multiple drinks so yeah yeah i like <laughs> i wind up like i my memory is just basically like walking up to the stage so close that I'm by one of the monitor speakers just like blasting right in my face. It's like, this is awesome. But like, I could barely appreciate it. Cause I was like, I was just Man. stepping down in, in terms of like consciousness rapidly. Right. And then the next, the, the next thing I remember is just like shoving fries into my face on like a subway ride home, <laughs> like probably up to Harlem, like way the hell uptown. Right. Um, but I got to see them and it was really cool. So I don't know. Nice. The, the moral of that story is I'm an idiot, but it was, you know, yeah, if anyway. you go to a show and you're there for the music, maybe yeah. taper back. Yeah. Taper back yeah. the things you ingest. If you're there to party, yeah. go party. I think I just got overwhelmed with the fact that a member of Zeppelin was up on the stage. Yeah. You know? Yeah, like that's, oh, like yeah. literally feet from me. I mean, it was not hard to fight to that crowd to get to the front. It wasn't like a mosh pit or anything, you know? Right. But yeah. anyway. You got some rock royalty up there. Yeah, it's crazy. That's almost as crazy as my Alice Cooper um, documentary story, but th- that's for another time. Yeah, I like that story. You will yeah. have to tell that one at some yeah, point. That's a good. We'll we'll throw that in there. How are we doing on time? I think we are at time. Okay, awesome. Well, listen, um, that was a, a nice rapid fire round, and we're going to be trying to do a lot more of these. So, thank you, Jeremy, for suggesting this topic, and we'll we'll have some more sort of like fun rapid fire topics like this in the future maybe most of our episodes will be like this just to kind of hold your interest um so i think we're gonna try to do one uh best song of 2023 according to me and mike oh yeah that's a good one okay great should we like agree on that ahead of time no i think we come in and fight oh like each of our own but okay yeah all right great well let's i look forward to that and hopefully everyone else does um Thanks for watching, and uh, we'll see you on the next on the next episode. Leave your top three below. Yes, yes, and, and tell us why Mike won. Yeah, sure. You know, and or if you have any thoughts on why any of these suggestions were like underrated or overrated, you know, yeah, yeah, throw that in there. All right, signing off for WOAS podcast. We'll see you next time. Adios, buddy. All right, take it easy, bud. A quick request. 
Oh, hey, didn't see you there. You like this video? Leave a comment down below. Give us a thumbs up, subscribe. We'll make more content like this. It helps the algorithm. End of request.